Hello, everyone. This is the Crucial Talks podcast, and I'm your host, Mike Sadam. We've been at this a while now, and hopefully you're getting to know me a little bit better. I'd love to get to know you better, so look me up on LinkedIn, go to my website at www.crucialtalks.com, and drop me a message. Call me on the phone or hire me to speak, and I'll come meet you in person. I wanted to get that out of the way because today's episode is a little more serious than those I've done so far. This week has been horrible with the shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. The whole purpose of this podcast has been to give people information they can use that can have a positive impact. I've tried to keep it as entertaining as possible, but still provide valuable and educational content. I also take an appreciative approach to human behavior as much as possible. That means I try to look at the strengths in human-based systems and tools you can use to impact behavior by looking at the positive. Sometimes that's not always possible. And in addition, this podcast has also looked at people as social animals that tell stories. But today, I just felt like I had to talk about what happened in Parkland, Florida. If you're like me, and I think most people are because I'm pretty average, you have friends on Facebook that cover the entire spectrum of political beliefs, and more than likely, you've seen a great deal of posts on gun control, some for it, some against it. You've also seen battles between conservatives and liberals, or Republicans and Democrats. You've seen these battles of people going against each other by labeling each other, by putting each other in silos, and attacking each other. These battles are creating a lot of noise and interference. Today, we're going to talk about the Parkland Florida shooting. I'm not going to talk about guns or what would drive an individual to do something like that. And I refuse to mention the person's name that committed this act. However, there are some names that we should mention. Alyssa Alhadef, a 14-year-old soccer player. Martin Ducou, a 14-year-old student whose friends described him as caring and funny. Nicholas Dwarrett, a 17-year-old swimmer who had earned a full college scholarship. Jamie Gutenberg, a student described as someone who looked out for underdogs and kids who were being bullied. Chris Hickson, a 49-year-old Navy veteran and the school's athletic director. Luke Hoyer, a 15-year-old student who loved macaroni and cheese and McDonald's chicken nuggets. Kara Loughran, a student who loved the beach and Irish dancing. Gina Montalto, a 14-year-old student who volunteered to programs for children with special needs. Joaquin Oliver, a 17-year-old student who immigrated to the U.S. when he was a toddler and became a citizen in January 2017. Elena Petty, a 14-year-old student who had volunteered to help victims of Hurricane Irma. Meadow Polak, an 18-year-old student who had planned to attend college after graduation. Helena Ramsey, a 17-year-old student who pursued academics relentlessly. Alex Schachter, a 14-year-old student who had played trombone and baritone in the school band and orchestra. Carmen Shentrup, a 16-year-old student who was a National Merit Scholarship Program finalist. This means she had earned one of the highest scores on her preliminary SAT National Merit Scholarship Qualifying Test. Peter Wang, a 15-year-old student who was a member of the school's ROTC program. And the final two that are going to be the focus of this podcast today, Aaron Feiss, a 37-year-old security guard and assistant football coach who literally put himself between kids and the shooter. An assistant football coach who was killed in Wednesday's horrific school shooting in Florida is being called a hero. Aaron Feiss was among the 17 victims in the Parkland, Florida shooting and apparently sacrificed his life trying to save some of the high school students. 
The school's football program tweeted on Thursday that Feist selflessly shielded students from the shooter when he was shot. Feist was an assistant football coach and security guard at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, where he graduated from in 1999. Head football coach Willis May told the Sun Sentinel that Feist helped prevent the tragedy from being worse than it was. Aaron Feist leaves behind a wife and young daughter. And Scott Beagle, a 35-year-old teacher who was shot when he was helping students into his room to protect them. The stories that rip at our hearts are the ones detailing the fear and terror at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. But the stories that last in our memories are the ones about those who stopped more people from being hurt. One of them was geography teacher Scott Beagle. Student Kelsey Friend, speaking on Good Morning America today, credited the Long Island native with saving her life. He unlocked the door and let us in. I had thought he was behind me. When he opened the door, he had to relock it so we can stay safe. But he didn't get the chance to. She might have saved your life. Beagle was a camp counselor at Camp Starlight in Pennsylvania. The camp's Facebook page today featured a picture of Beagle with a prayer. Kelsey says Beagle will forever be her hero. And the door was still open and the gun, the shooter probably didn't know we were in there because Mr. Beagle had was laying on the floor. So if the shooter would have came into the room, I probably wouldn't be speaking with you right now. These two men died for something greater than themselves. They put themselves last and put others first. And that's the focus of this episode. Selflessness and sacrifice. They didn't do it for money or glory or fame. They did it for others. In the past, I've talked to you about things like how strong people can be when they are with others. I used examples like working out in a group or playing a team sport. But with the stories of these two men... Let me ask you another question. How strong can people be when they are not just with others, but for others? We see this type of behavior everywhere. Soldiers dying for their teammates in battle. Members of the Coast Guard risking their lives in horrible weather conditions to save people they have never met. Police officers standing between bad people and good people. Firefighters running into flames, heat, and smoke to save others. People spending their own time and money rescuing animals. The list goes on and on. People sacrifice for others. Mr. Feist and Mr. Beagle are extraordinary examples of the power of the human being. So what is special about a person? Let's look at it scientifically. We need clothes to protect us from the weather or we'll die. We need shelter. We need food that few of us are capable of hunting for ourselves anymore. We are weaker than many predatory animals. We are fragile. To me, scientifically, it doesn't sound like we're that special at all. But we are. And why are we? We are strong because we are for things. We do things for people. We do things for causes. Mr. Feist and Mr. Beal were for their students. They were for their community. They were for their school. And when it came down to something horrible happening, they put themselves in harm's way and sacrificed. Not for themselves, but for others. Yes, this was a horrible and tragic event. But there was also strength and sacrifice, and courage. There was the community and society coming together. So what makes us special? All of that makes us special. People willing to take a stand. 
people willing to put others ahead of themselves. People willing to be strong because they want others to survive. As social beings, people are wired to join together and seek group belonging. Belonging to a group and the strength of the in-group relationship have allowed people to excel and deal with very negative situations. And the strength of this belonging can cause people to behave in what we classify as very heroic and self-sacrificing ways. We know that when people join together, they feel support and they feel that what the group is doing is the right thing to do. But it can go even further than that. It can go even deeper than that. When people join together, they're willing to sacrifice for each other. And when people play the right role at the right time, we see extraordinary behavior. In past episodes, we have talked about how the roles we adopt and those roles we use in given contexts will drive our behavior. Mr. Feist and Mr. Beagle accepted the role of protector, and when faced with a situation, that role became more important than anything else, and they never wavered. I always try to end my episodes with some good takeaways, and today is no different, even though we're talking about a horrific event, but we're talking about an event where people stood up, people sacrificed, people were selfless, and they deserved to be recognized for that. So the takeaways we have from this episode. First, the roles we adopt manifest when we are faced with situations where we have to make decisions. Second, the strength of these roles can drive behavior that may not be rational if you looked at it with a purely analytical cost-benefit analysis. Would Mr. Feist or Mr. Beagle put themselves in harm's way when they knew that they were putting themselves in danger? Is that rational? Scientifically, analytically, you would say, no, it's not rational. It's emotional. They made a decision based on the roles they were playing. Number three, the trust people believe is vested in those roles they play can have dramatic impact on a person's behavior. Mr. Feist and Mr. Beagle, they adopted those roles and believed they were entrusted with protecting those kids. And that is exactly what they did. There is no doubt that Mr. Feist and Mr. Beagle are heroes and that their stories of strength and self-sacrifice should never be forgotten. And number four, what makes us so special? What makes us special as human beings is because we are capable of putting others ahead of ourselves. We do that in the roles we adopt, the stories that we tell each other about those roles and how they affect our decisions. In closing, I just like to say, be kind to each other, hug the ones you love, and do what you can for the good of others. That's what makes us special. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And we'll talk to you next week.